3: The numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa. Just one of those idiots who believe in analytics.
2: Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TV. It's all proudly brought to you by BedMGM Nevada. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay, producer number five and eight. In the house, and Jason Weingarten, the host of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Uh We get tweets, gentlemen. We do at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. This is from uh, Stephen Vegas. Oh, thoughts on Survivor Plays today? He said he's on Purdue in Wisconsin, and he says he doesn't like either. But uh, I wouldn't use them again if I don't now, listening, but uh, I may miss what you say. Uh, as I've been uh, working this morning. Thanks in advance. Well, Steve, we're getting to it here momentarily. Hopefully you hear it. Now, remember with Survivor and the one that I'm in, it's aggregate seeding and tiebreakers. So I am incentivized to take lower seats, which is why yesterday I took Michigan as an 11, I took um, North Carolina as an 8, and I took Murray State as a 7. All got there, coming up momentarily here on Survivor. Uh, this is from Len Glow. Len Glow has issues with you, Jeff. He says, I totally disagree with the assessment of Calipari. He's a terrible coach. How dare you say anything good? That's my part, that last part. <laughs> Regarding recruiting, he's in bed with the uh, top programs. So recruiting becomes easy. He says the AAU coaches convince the kids to go to Kentucky. It has nothing to do with Calipari. That's according to Len Glow. He also adds, anyone who picks St. Peter's will be out in the second round. Those people who pick St. Peter's most likely have picked many other underdogs. Very angry this morning. Wow. Oh, hey, total unnecessary anger on wow. the second one. Very, First
4: one, I, it, it, it very there angry. Were the people who, and this is the one thing we know for sure, the people who don't like John Calipari oh, they don't like him.
2: really don't like it's John the same Calipari. Thing, same thing with Coach K, right? They really don't like Coach K. No, but I think it's more aggressive towards Calipari, though. Denver Lance. Safe to say Dr. Bob is not a doctor of dentistry? Yeah, I think that's safe, Denver. That's, that's probably true. Oh, man. Uh Cory Parson, not Devonte swing, Gill, you yeah, know said Devone swing, sorry about that um let's see prime time. prime time, underscore bets. after the last two days in studio with Gill, I hear Jason is now looking to buy a home near Devonte Adams. Can he be trading Los Angeles for Las Vegas?
5: uh you know, everyone always wants me to move out here, buy a place out here, and I really regret you know, in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine when Buy condos out here for like seventy, eighty thousand dollars, hundred thousand bucks. Never bought one then. Yeah. Never bought one a couple years ago, but it's very, very possible that I'll be out here more often. I'll be back in like two weeks. Didn't you once tell me your your
2: thing was you're going to buy a house right on the border of Arizona so you can bet in several states?
5: No, no, no. We were going to buy some land Land outside of of Laughlin for like, you know. 500 bucks an acre, so build a, build a gambling compound. I would still like to do that. If anyone, if anyone is interested in joining my gambling compound oh. in the Arizona desert, pedia at, at uh, Twitter. <laughs> that's, can, uh, that's
2: awesome. Gambling compound on the border for multiple state betting. Yeah. I love it.
5: Compound. Hells Angels have a compound in Laughlin. Why
2: can't we? Why can't we? Mad Marine 77, Scott, your thoughts. Oh, you brought this up off air, Jason. He goes, your thoughts on Green Bay combining their first round picks to move up in the draft and who would be a taker? Thanks. Who would Green Bay draft? Malik Willis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron, thanks for re-signing. We're going to draft a quarterback. Not only that, we're going to trade up to get him. Some people are starting to think Malik Willis could go number two to Detroit, by the way. it's The, the quarterback mad you know madness begins already. A nemesis Enforcer. Odds on a Devontae Jodeci reference on a numbers game. Well done. Uh, appreciate that. On and on with the tweets. We appreciate it. Um, okay, let's get to Survivor. So again, I've said this for weeks. I say it every year. It's the greatest sort of betting vehicle. While you're While you're doing your betting, Survivor is still the way to go with March Madness. Again, it's sort of three-dimensional. Not only is it like the NFL where you can only pick one team, in the case of NCAAs, one team a day can't use them again. But because it's a bracket format, you have to save teams to the end that are going to be there. Because it's not enough to win every day. Because if you run out of the teams, if, if you've already used the teams that are you know, in the Final Four, you lose that way too. And to break ties, you are incentivized to pick aggregate, you know, aggregate seeding to break ties. So you're incentivized to pick lower seeds. So that's why, again, yesterday, 11-seed Michigan, 8-seed North Carolina, 7-seed Murray State, which, by the way, Jeff, was a game where I felt like we won that five different times on the Murray State Racers, and it took overtime to finally get there. Murray State had a nine-point lead with, what, three and a half minutes left? Yeah, and eight with two, with two and a
4: half, and, uh, and Murray State decided to stop playing offense the last two and a half minutes of, of regulation. But Uh, We we mentioned this off the air, Gil, and I'll I'll bring it to the air here. That game between San Francisco and Murray State kind of proved what we thought when we talked about the bracket on Monday. Yes. That the committee kind of hosed both of those teams by making them play each other. Both of those teams acclimated themselves very well last night. And uh, good on Murray State who, uh, look, Gil, I should have stuck to my guns. I was going to put them through to a sweet 16 regardless uh, of what two they drew. And then they drew Kentucky, and I backed off of it. And, of course, Kentucky's not even
2: in the round of 32. You, all right, here, here are where Survivor plays for the day. Here's what I'm thinking. First game of the day starts an hour and 10 minutes from now. A tip at 9.15 a.m. Pacific, 12.15 Eastern. It's Loyola Chicago and Ohio State. Know some analytics people who like Ohio State here. I think I'm taking Loyola Chicago as one of my Survivor entries. Again, Loyola Chicago is a 10 seed. They are only a one-and-a-half-point dog in this game, But Loyola Chicago, last three times they've gotten, this school has gotten to the NCAA tournament. You know what's happened. At least the Sweet 16 for Loyola Chicago. They always show up here. And I think given the spread, given their seating, given everything you know about this program, Ohio State, not exactly a juggernaut here. I'm taking Loyola of Illinois. Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago is going to be one of my first survivor plays. Number two, and again, incentivized to take lower seeds. Number two, I'm, go- I'm doing it. You know where I'm going with this. Chattanooga, taking Chattanooga, 13 seed over number four seed, fighting eye of Illinois. Again, DeSouza on that team for Chattanooga can mitigate against Cokeburn. Chattanooga is an eight-point dog here. But I think they are alive. And again, you got to take risks if you want to win it. I'm in it to win it, Jeff. I'm not in it to survive. Again, that's why it shouldn't be called survivor, it should be called knockout or something else. Chattanooga is going to be survivor pick number two, going for it today on that. And then number three, uh, we go to the night session. Or did I skip it? Yeah, no, no, we don't go to the night session. What did I skip here? Number three, it was a debate. I just, I thought about UAB over Houston, but something is telling me my spider senses are tingling on that game, and I actually think Houston shows up for that game. So I decided not to go with UAB. So going going earlier in the day, and landed on where you think I'm going with this, Jeff. You have any idea?
4: Put my hands up in the air. I don't know. Really? I don't know where you're going
2: here. you like you just don't care. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going Davidson. Davidson playing today? Why can't I see this? Davidson's game? final game of the night. There you go. That's why it's not on my screen here. That's why I couldn't find it. Davidson is where I'm going. Davidson, I think, is the play. 0-4 since Steph Curry played for Davidson back in the day. But Tom Izzo and the Spartans favored by just one. Davidson a 10 seed. That's going to be number three. So UAB is the one that I consider, but I'm not going to play. So it's going to be Loyola Chicago. Chattanooga, Davidson, again. For those who are wondering, why is he going with such frisky plays? Well, again, you're 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 set incentivized to play the lower seeds. If if it wasn't, I would pick different teams. But on the heels of uh, Michigan, North Carolina, and Murray State, that's how I'm going today. Ooh, Jeff is not. Yeah, Jeff I, is look, not happy. I, I, Jeff is not so comfortable. with I these. have
4: all three of those teams advancing in my bracket mm-hmm. that that you said. The, uh, what are we way, doing it here, him? Jeff? We're not playing to win it. Let's no. go. Oh, no, I know. look, I understand exactly what you're doing here. Kyle yeah. Young does look like he's going to be able to go for Ohio State, so that is good news. It's kind of like that number hasn't pivoted back to Loyola being favored, which I kind of expected to come by game time. That game's an hour away. It, I will say this, Gil, just look, look, looking at this, if, going down the board, I kind of actually like, USC against Miami in a game that I don't think was any, a thought. I don't think anyone really wants to bet that game, but yeah. I, I. The one thing that I'm a little concerned is that the ACC may actually be a little a little bit better than we thought. ACC
2: looking pretty North good. North
4: Carolina looked awesome mm-hmm. yesterday. Notre Dame won the game right. against Rutgers, but USC I just think has too much talent. Now there is a coaching advantage for Miami, so that. Is one reason that it's a little bit hesitant on that one. The other one,
2: and this USC been, is so is so boogie is so boogie driven though. Like if he's off, they're off.
4: Right. And Charlie Moore is good. The uh, the uh, multi time transfer who's the best player on Miami now. Um, last game of the night, actually TCU. Seaton Hall. I actually really like the Horn Frogs in that game.
2: Well, so that would I'll be tell, another one. I'd I'll consider. tell you the other one I consider. You you brought up Notre Dame. I considered Alabama as a six. Briefly. And I'm just like, but we, you and I talked about Alabama a lot, which is they are so bad from three. And as you pointed out, as you pointed out very astutely about NATO, it's, it's like, hey, I'll tell you what we're bad at. We're bad at threes. So we're going to take a bunch of them. And it's just such a really ridiculous strategy.
4: Well, look, when they are hitting... They are capable Alabama's the, the highest variance team in the country. They are capable of beating anyone. They beat Baylor, they beat Gonzaga. They also lost to Missouri and Georgia this year. So uh, I look I I don't trust them to play them in Survivor. If you're looking chalk like chalkier options today, mm-hmm. I would go with what Doctor Bob said because he's laying with Purdue. Wisconsin. I would say Purdue's I would about
2: with, as safe as it gets.
4: Purdue's Purdue's a little more tricky now with Kentucky losing because you may need Purdue later, later, later in this week right. sixteen. Now. That's the problem. Wisconsin, I I, I would have no problem bur- if you're going to burn a, a top four seed. I think Wisconsin would be the one to burn today.
2: That's not a bad call, but not me, baby. I'm going Davidson. I'm going Loyola, Chicago, Chattanooga, Davidson. We're trying to just play this. We're trying to just survive. We're trying to win. What are we doing? I'm trying to win this. Gotta love Survivor. Complete obsession. We'll come back. Tennis pick and more of Jason. Next on the other side. Vinny as well coming back. Numbers game visa, the Sports Betting Network.
7: The numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network.
2: Wendy's and Adult Swim's Rick and Morty are teaming up to invite Las Vegas locals and basketball fans to get swifty at the first ever Morty's Mayhem pop-up. Located at Resort World's East Garden Plaza, the immersive experience brings the show off the screen and onto the strip with never before seen animations of Wendy's breakfast characters in the Rick and Morty universe and the return of the elusive. Pickle Rick, pickle Frosty. Boom! Big reveal! While in the alternate universe, fans can also play a life-size game of Plinko, score exclusive swag and try items from wendy's delicious menu lineup check out wendy's morty's mayhem at resorts world right here in las vegas Gil alexander jeff parlay jason weingarten host of the uh, wide world of weingarten uh podcast we get tweets (laughs) we got a deep dive into the compound bainbridge deweese curious to hear your thoughts for survivor pool that's not incentivized toward upsets my partner wants duke but i could see them pulling a kentucky and blowing it tonight I probably wouldn't use Duke for opposite reasons. I think you probably save them for a round or two later. That'd be my take on it. Wisconsin. You you, you said Wisconsin before yeah, the break. Wisconsin. I think that's a good call. Uh, Colgate
5: seems like a super trendy upset pick right now. Colgate does Yeah. It.
2: yeah as Bob Don't po- buy it. Yeah, Bob pointed that out earlier. Uh, Corbin, uh, these shows with Jason really have been a, uh, a treat on top of madness going on. The amount of people lining up for a piece of Jason's desert compound will be similar. To the lines inside the South Point. Curious, did you win any baseball bets yesterday?
5: Went one and one. Had the the Twins. I think in the morning got like thirty cents to CLV there, and they lost fourteen to one. So yeah, nice start to baseball season. Here comes know? the CLV baby. Welcome back, baseball. <laughs> Welcome um, back. Uh, and then the Rockies won, so it evens it out. There you go. Actually I, little, won a little bit. Cause. Also
2: split my tennis picks yesterday. We got a win on soccer early, and then our uh, plus, our north of plus 200 dog, Cameron Norrie. Cam Norrie against uh, the great Carlos Alcaraz. We were up a break in both the first and second sets and couldn't hold on to either. Alcaraz was just too much. Um, should we put up our t- tennis pick real quick? Because I want to dive back into Jason's uh, gambling compound here for a moment, because we're getting a lot of tweets on this. Uh, Tennis pick of the day. The men are still in the quarters. The ladies are in the semis. At this point at Indian Wells, tennis is de facto fifth major. At this point, we're just rooting our futures home. Iga, who I am really, really uh, hoping gets to the promised land here because I got her at plus 750 four different times and at plus 480. Hope everyone jumped on the Iga train. No plays on the ladies' side because I think Iga is properly priced as a favorite. Um, pardon me, no plays on the, uh, on the men's side, I should say, today, in the, in the second leg of the quarterfinals. I think those matches are properly priced. But on the ladies' side, I think Iga's properly priced against uh, Simona Halep. The play is on Paula Badosa against Maria Sakari, who we were on yesterday. I got Badosa at minus 132, I believe the number was. Uh, you should be right around that price right now uh, on Badosa. Um, listen... Paula Badosa, who is the defending champion at Indian Wells when the tournament was played late last year, strange time of year for it, uh, wasn't played in its typical March post-pandemic, uh, but Badosa is the play over soccery today on the ladies' side. Paula Badosa from Spain, or as uh, we like to call her on the show, Paula Badassa, by the way. You should watch this tennis match, if you know what I mean. All right, back to what, what, what are you getting at? So when you said this about the gambling compound, Jason, I just want to point this out, that while we were sitting here laughing about it, I am sure that there are lots of people listening who are like, whoa, really?
5: Oh, yeah. I'm in. i got, got several, several responses. I'm in. I'm in for 10K. I would like to join your cult. <laughs> I would um, like to join your cult. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cult now. We're gonna... uh, it's not a cult. It's a gambling <laughs> compound. <laughs> it's a gambling compound.
2: Just got to figure out how to get cell service.
5: Yeah. You get cell service. Some, utilities. Running,
2: some running water. Yeah. Clean water out there.
5: Yeah. All yeah. easy to do. Right. Solar power. Middle of nowhere. Pave it. We'll get it all, uh, I get could or- all nice. I could already
2: I could already see this on Netflix five years from now, a docu- documentary on it with Jason in this sweatsuit, because that is a total cult leader sweatsuit right there. Yeah. What could go wrong? Jeff, do you have any ATS picks in college hoops today? Loyola, se- Loyola
4: seems good. The only thing I'm concerned is that no one is picking Ohio State.
2: We usually know how that goes. uh I know some people who, who uh, analytics folk, who like Ohio State in oh, that game. Okay, well, yeah.
4: uh, I uh, I will end up on Loyola. Uh, but I will say the other one I like, mentioned it on the podcast, and I guess because we picked them out right, we got to like them against a the number, and that's Chattanooga against Illinois. Uh, look, that, that, that result yesterday with Iowa against Richmond, who, again, Richmond is very well coached. Chris Mooney's been there a long time. Uh, Gilliard was awesome in that game yesterday. Kyle made the two ridiculous plays at the oh, end to get Richmond home. Phenomenal uh, in that one. Chattanooga is pretty similar, and we're starting to actually see this go down. We're starting to see seven and a halfs start to populate, so the mocks are starting to get bet this morning. So I would say get in on the eight while you can, uh, still on the Chattanooga mocks against
2: Illinois. I want to go back to a comment I made earlier where I was saying to West last night. West Reynolds, who was on Primetime Action with us last night, will be on with us tonight. But when, after, you know, after Gonzaga, after Georgia State played with Gonzaga for 27 minutes of that game before Gonzaga just absolutely rolled on the last seven minutes, almost covered the 22 and a half in the process. But then on the heels of that, as St. Peters was messing with Kentucky for what seemed like the entire game, until Kentucky had a six point lead late and couldn't hold on to that. And of course, the big upset, the 10th ever, 15 seed over a two seed, St. Peters wins it in overtime. But the the question I asked was, is are any of these teams any good? That Gonzaga game, if you fell out of the sky, right? You had never watched college basketball in your life. Let's say you're an alien, you fell out of the sky and you, land, but, you but somehow you knew all about the sport of basketball. By the way, just work with me. And you landed on that game, tw- you know, for the first 27 minutes of the Gonzaga Georgia State game, you had you would have no idea who the better team was. None whatsoever, and so I, I just wondered. James Salinas used to have a theory with with college basketball. James Salinas, who won two super contests and won nine hundred thousand dollars in one of them. Excuse me, he won one. He won one, and he finished third in another one. Pardon me, and he finished twenty six in another. Let me not overstate. First, third, and twenty six. But he won nine hundred thousand dollars when he won it. Nine hundred plus. His. And he, by the way, he came in here. After winning the the first Super Contest and won the first ever v College Basketball Bracket Challenge. And his whole thing with college basketball, he said, was, unlike the NFL, he actually did believe in showing up. And I'm curious what you think about this theory, Jeff. He actually did believe in showing up right before the conference tournaments and not getting polluted by a full season of college basketball because he felt like you could really determine things better in a short time frame. I think it's a very interesting he won that. He won that bracket challenge, by the way. He beat everybody doing that. And it's curious to me because how we bucked the South Dakota State love, right? How, you know, the thing I just said, you fall out of the sky, you're like, oh, the difference between a Gonzaga and a Kentucky – and these other schools isn't nearly as vast as people make it out to be.
5: Is, Can, is Salinas also a blackjack player? I don't think so. Because that's a there's a, a guy named Don Johnson who won a lot of money in Atlantic City like 10 years ago. But sort of the same thinking he has with blackjack is that you, you get a lot uh, over a smaller sample size. The variance is a lot different as opposed to you know a full season. Um, so that's actually a very interesting way to approach it is to ignore the whole season and, just look at the the smaller sample. I don't I don't disagree with that. Actually, it's an interesting theory.
4: I, it can work. It also you again. If you showed up in a conference tournament and saw Providence lose to Creighton by forty, and. You probably wouldn't have ended up on Providence yesterday. Right, so, but you
2: but you have some context in that you know it's a big East team, right? Going up yesterday, going up, you know, it's like, oh, they're only a two-point favorite against a team that doesn't play anybody.
4: Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing if you just showed up last week and did that, you would have you would have been all over Tennessee in basically any sort of thing that you were doing here. Instead of Kentucky, where if you watched the whole year, even though Kentucky uh, didn't play as well the last two, three weeks of the season, you still would have thought, like I, like you and I did, that Kentucky was capable of making a national championship game and not losing to uh, the Peacocks last
2: night. Yeah. I, I guess I'm saying, what I'm saying is that this is what makes sports betting so interesting, right? So I will do tennis almost completely by the numbers. You can't really show up for a golf tournament or a tennis tournament having watched one tournament before this, right? in either sport and think you know those sports college basketball has this unique alchemy where that worked for him anyway i know anyway that's what makes all of this so interesting right because it's all one big puzzle and there's the most analytics driven person used to you do baseball primarily by analytics right on the one side of that spectrum there's the most smoke and mirrors person on the other side of that spectrum and then there's that whole range of betters in between if it were that easy, right, if, if, if one thing fit all, then everybody would make tons of money, and we all know that to be not the case at all.
4: Well, and I think also the, what the biggest thing with this tournament is just when you're playing a single elimination tournament, as always, variance, variance deal. can happen. I mean, St. Sure. Peter's is the 260th offense going into last night, and they look pretty darn capable offensively.
2: But that's night. part of it, right? The weight of the stage in that one moment. Coaches, as you say, who aren't, aren't nearly as good as their reputations in terms of their in-game coaching abilities, some of the biggest names in college basketball. Anyway, fascinating. Either way, the most enjoyable event, and as they uh, start packing uh, people into the South Point, less than an hour away from the first tip this morning again uh, between Loyola Chicago and Ohio State. Can't wait for that. Vinny Maliulo, next. Numbers Game Visa. the Sports Betting Network.
5: The numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network.
2: Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming daily best bet emails and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team's here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Wes Reynolds, Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch. From the favorites to the potential Cinderella's, sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament, April 5th, for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. Ladies and gentlemen, slow jamming with Vinny Malio. Look at that. Yeah. Even during the tournament. See, how I hit the post there.
3: Have to do a little, you know.
2: Vinny, have you ever met Jason before? Jason Not Walgarn, in person. Vinny Malio. But, uh, nice to meet you.
3: Got to uh, speak with Jason before we came on. Uh, uh, always uh, love when he's on your show. Good insights. Good, to, uh, good to get his perspectives and uh, meet him in person. Jason can't walk five feet in the sports book now and not get recognized. But you do that to a lot of folks, Gil. I mean, you know, it's, it, you have a lot to – you're going to be an agent. Bill 80 calls it the uh, tree,
2: the uh, Gil, Gil tree. Very <laughs> true. Yeah.
3: The, the Gil Alexander the coaching, coaching tree. tree.
2: <laughs> the coaching tree. I love it. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm more proud of that than anything. Long after I'm gone, let there be – let everyone have cake. Um, so the NFL refuses to let college basketball have its moment. That's right. Have you seen any bets related? So we're, we're obviously in Las yeah. Vegas. Uh-huh. Did people come storming in making Raiders bets yesterday?
3: Uh, yeah, there were some Raider bets. And, of course, uh, last week with uh, you know the, the, the Tom Brady, I'm, I'm – I'm retired. I'm not retired, and who knows what I'm going to do next? Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, there was some. Uh, there was, some, and again, Gil, as you know, this is uh, a very uh, always been a very Raider-centric t- town. You know, even when, before even before they they yeah. moved here, uh, when they were in, certainly in Los Angeles, when we were in Oakland, Los Angeles, and back in Oakland. So, um, yeah, we did see uh, some some folks. Uh, uh, and again, you've got a bigger audience now too with the attendance. Uh, being what it is for March-Madison, of course, uh, with the uh, the Adams announcement, uh, you know, we... Uh, Did you get so enough
2: something. money to move a number? Yeah,
3: the Raiders are, are down now to... Uh, Chrisy moved them to, uh, I want to say they're about 18, 20, something, uh, something like to that. To win it There's all. Some, for the Super Bowl? To a Super Bowl. We, and we only have... And, and here's the thing. We only have it f- for the Super Bowl, uh, the, the futures. You and, don't and have it, divisions, you, yes. No, don't have divisions, don't have conference, uh, regular season wins, and... Uh, I Talked earlier in the week about why, simply because these types of moves are happenings, and and you have to be so fluid. So you 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 know, you've still got free agent signings, trades, uh, and the draft. Now the draft may be the least impactful immediately, except if there is, let's say, there's a trade uh, involving a a key player around the draft. And again, I'm not. I'm just going to throw a name out there, mm-hmm. uh, but not that I have any insight this is gonna happen. But if Matt Ryan were to get traded around uh, around the draft, right? Obviously that you know and depending on where he goes, it'd probably be pretty mm-hmm. impactful, right? So um you you you've got you've got to keep uh, keep an eye on these things, especially the free agent signings and who's most active and who's uh, really improving their team. Is it fair
2: to say that the reason that you don't have divisions or conference up is you just don't want to leave yourself exposed? Well,
3: you can't. You know, and how do you make an accurate price on well, it, too, right? Uh, I mean, you, you can. You just choose not to. Well, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You can't if you're, if you're, running, uh, if yeah. you're running things uh, uh, efficiently. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah I th- in, in my opinion, you yeah. know. So, uh, again, once we get further into the spring and particularly after the draft and those those things are obviously i mean look look at the look at the I'll, I'll use matt ryan as a as an example again simply because in the nfc south 10 days ago or a week ago even right who was who was the one of the, maybe the top team in the division based on quarterbacks mm-hmm. it was the falcons <laughs> Now Sorry. all of a sudden, you know, you might have Deshaun Watson in the division as well. Looks like it. As, we'll see. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, and of course uh, that uh, that guy down in Tampa. So uh, it's a, it's a very you know it's a fluid situation, and keeping it fluid means uh, holding up on it. So if you have division and conference conference futures up at the
5: same time too, and someone's kind of front running the news, they're going to come in and hit you on all three too. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to just have you know, three times the. Problems to deal with. Yeah,
3: so a good point for Jay. So now did we take – and I think, you know, Chris, Andrews, our director, he was on last week talking about uh, plays on the Buccaneers in advance of uh, Tom Brady's announcement. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we did. We took uh, some money at 50-1, at to 30-25. Uh, and Now, look, he, he, here's the thing. You could say that those folks, they got a, a better price, right? Because there, if, if Brady was – had not been retired Mm -hmm. would they have been that high no but by the same token you could also make a case frankly that they should have been higher if he was retired right at the time he was retired right so you, you, you you know when you look at it again I go back to that division you know the the Buccaneers probably should have been 75 to 100 yeah well since you bring it up because Chrissy had a great attitude about it, right? Yeah. He's like, "Look, I got
2: 11 months to well, to balance yeah. this, right? 11 months. Don't cry for me." And it's like, "Okay." It. But cuz I asked him, I was like, oh, when the guy made the 50 to 1 where you're like, "What a schmuck this guy By the time he made the third, by the time he made the next one, you're probably like, "Oh, he must know something." But you don't be- like so we've had a lot of talk here yeah. outside here where people are, where we've had an incident where uh mm-hmm where one book is asking the NFL to investigate, right? Oh, bets made by insider information. You don't subscribe to that, do you?
3: No. Okay. We took the bets. We'll honor the bets. Uh, Three years ago, uh, there were bets at 60-1 to on the Buccaneers before the Brady trade. Um, You know, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Chris, brings up a great—we've got a year. Yeah. Not just for that future. There'll be other futures. There are props. There are games. There's a lot, uh, you know. And by the way, we're we're, we're going to hold that money for for yeah. the entire yeah, time. Exactly. So um, there's a lot of things that could happen. Could, he could unretire again. We I mean, Gil a month could, ago we talked about the.
2: F- he could also play the whole season and and not be good all of a yeah, sudden listen, by at 45. 45 right? still, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: And Jason brings up an interesting point too because you know here's the other thing. There's still Players to be signed on that team as mm-hmm. well, right? Yeah. Now there's a likelihood that most uh, will come back. Um, they've got some offensive line issues to address. They've got some uh, some some contracts uh, to address. They've got a secondary, a defensive secondary, uh, to to address as well. Now, um, you know, are they are they a legitimate contender? Absolutely. Are they now the the favorite in that division? Yeah. Uh, and they're one of the one of the favorites for the conference. Okay, but hey, you know the bets are out there. We took them, pay them if they if they come in. Not trying to make you feel uncomfortable here, Vinny, but uh, I'm not trying to induce any bookmaker on
2: bookmaker crimes here. But do you recoil when you hear that from from other bookmakers who who say,
3: "Hey, look, it's inside information. You shouldn't be able to do that." No, I don't. I, every everybody, every bookmaker, and every better is entitled to their their opinion. Um. And that's you know that's just how 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 the business that's it's everyday and everyday life really yeah I mean that's but but you understand
2: why that like when when betters hear that right you understand you can appreciate why that bothers us so much
3: well but betters also have to hear uh, all opinions as well right as bookmakers we'll all sit here and listen to to opinions you know better's listen you, you listen there are, there are opinions on both sides of the counter no, right no 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 but what i mean by you know what i mean by that
2: though which is the notion that somehow a better knowing something before the book does like somehow that is a is a betting crime
3: you know gil it's I, again, I'm not going to critique uh, another operation. I'm not obviously, to, no, no, I'm no, not no But I'm just saying yeah. you're, you're, you're asking me. Does it make me a no unco- No, not no, no, no. We're, back, I, I ju- we're adjust, past that, Vinny. I'm asking I, you. Do you understand why it makes a better upset? I, listen, I can understand why. But, uh, you know, both sides feel what they what right. they feel and what they're going to say. <laughs> okay. they're go- what they're going say. Yeah. Here's what I focus on. Yeah. I focus on what what I do and what we do and how we uh, run run the operation. And uh, it's been pretty successful. For forty-five, almost forty-five years. So, I mean, it works. Uh, but everybody's entitled to to what they think, and that's that's just uh, how how it goes. That's why that's why there's betting and bookmaking too, right? Yeah. Well, I think uh, most people listening are
2: uh, are are fascinated by this subject because it is one of those things where, where betters will get not in this case, by the way, but it is something where betters will get tossed right in certain cases, and so it's. When that happens, it does, it does create the net effect of you know, saying very out
5: loud, hey, we're allowed to know things. But God forbid you are, and so that's all I'm saying. There's a difference, though, between knowing something beforehand and betting it silently and getting down yes. and front running a book on news that you know pops up in the middle of the tournament, and you're just going out and pounding futures before they pull it well, or no, change it. Now
2: I would agree with you there, right? I think there's a, I think there's a sort of etiquette to it. Yeah, sometimes. Yes. It goes, yeah, right. I think if, I think there is a, I think there's a benefit to maintaining a an honor. Driven relationship with a bookmaker, like saying, oh. "I know this," and <clears throat> and hopefully the bookmaker would respond in kind by saying, "Okay, I'll give you a bet." Oh. Right? That would
3: be a perfect world. I'll I'll continue this okay. uh, on the other side of the break because yeah. I've got a clear cut example of that. Yeah. Okay. For examples, the old Alan Boston Scotty Shetler thing back in the day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. nice
2: honor fill relationship doesn't always have to be antagonistic, huh? This sounds like a good topic for a panel at Bet Bash. That's what I'm thinking. Skill Alexander coming back. Vinny Maliulo, Jason Weingart, and Jeff Parlay. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
6: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace.
7: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game. Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network.
2: BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one. one eight hundred gambler. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the uh, feedback. By the way, thirty minutes now to first tip. Little Chicago game. Get your bets in. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book. This is from. Uh, it's not juice if you win. Interesting survivor picks. Good luck today. <laughs> I don't know if he's being sarcastic or not. Billy Ripkin's bat. That a rev- great twi- great great Twitter handle by the way. Jason knows what, that, what that's a reference to.
5: Famous baseball card. But, baseball famous card.
2: baseball card. little naughty something on hmm. Billy Ripken's bat. <laughs> uh, if you're looking to win Survivor, uh, turn to uh, burn that LSU option, he says. Iowa State might be the worst team in the tourney, according to Billy Ripken's bat. Uh, Web12-66, I am in on the gambling compound, as long as I do not have to sit in a sweat hut.
5: <laughs> no sweat huts. Right. Maybe a sauna.
2: Joe C714, uh, Gil, are you coming to Tennis Paradise next year? Oh, I'm getting beautiful pictures from Indian Wells. Yes, I want to. D. Anderson, uh, Visa needs to print up some cult hoodies ASAP. Hashtag gambling compound. <laughs> Trip Tepper, can I get a prospectus on this gambling compound? Ready to drink the spreadopedia Kool-Aid. Maybe I should rethink that metaphor, but curious the details nonetheless. Hashtag gambling cult.
5: Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the, the amount of uh, positive reception has been great. I think we've uh, we've decided to upgrade upgrade the compound. It'll now have a private airstrip as well. Oh, very <laughs>
2: nice. No helipad.
5: Is no strip? no helipad. All I don't right. like helicopters. Too no, dangerous. No, too dangerous. But a private airstrip, fly in, fly out.
2: Uh, Mr. D, does Jason have thoughts on the Yankees Pirates today?
5: I don't even know who the starters are, so I, I have to. I, I see the lineups come out on my phone, but I haven't I haven't seen either of those lineups yet.
2: Bond plate. Hearing uh, hearing Gil say. Pickle Rick was odd both great programs. Just weird.
5: That was it was unusual uh, clash of of different worlds right there. (laughs) I agree Uh, Pickle Rick everybody
2: Uh, Okay, and then uh, let's see one more here do, 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 do. Oh, James MacGyver talking about our Tom Brady conversation. He goes, people forget there's a, there was a video of Brady talking with Ronaldo. And he says he's thinking about coming back a few days before his announcement. What, I, he, he was shrugging, right, more than anything. He was like, Ronaldo asked him, hey, you, you retiring?
5: There, was, there were rumors going around that he wasn't happy. He, yeah. he, he realized he had made a mistake and that he was just looking for the right way to... To announce he was coming back, that he, he he announced his retirement too soon. But those were just rumors, you know. Philly boy,
2: last one. Philly boy LV four two two three. Uh, you've made Billy Hill take the tennis betting uh, tennis betting menu off the board today. Only futures available. Uh, obviously, someone listens to ANG. I don't know. Maybe they just throw it, throw it down for a second. I wouldn't imagine that we did that today. Put, who knows? Who knows? Vinny Maliulo, everybody is here. Slow jamming with Vinny. On a Friday, always kind enough to take the incoming on the show here. So, Vinny, let's can yeah. we get a can we get a shot of the South Point behind us, guys? Yes, yeah, please. Behind us, uh, this is the scene here. Less than a half an hour before opening tip. Now, Jason, you and I noted, noted this a little more
3: sparse than yesterday. And your comment was
5: because everyone got busted out on the first day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, actually, the other part of it is that I think more people realize that the ballrooms are open uh, as well. So, there's a couple thousand people mm. now. Upstairs uh, uh, as well, so yeah. I mean, and and, and again, this the scene is pretty much throughout the property, right? All the uh, all the uh, lounges uh, and uh, any, anywhere there's a, there's a TV and a race book. You know, we've got an adjacent area to the race book as well uh, for viewing and uh, with the kiosks over there and stuff. So Jeffrey,
4: no, I was I was up I was actually upstairs yesterday yeah. for a little bit. Uh, uh, after the show, because can't you can't leave in the middle of games going on. No, you know? just
3: not at all. You, can't, you
4: can't leave. But uh, no, a pretty pretty good crowd up there. Yeah, uh, no, a, a lot. A, a very, every table was 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 jammed yesterday.
3: I have to say that you know we we had a, a tremendous response to Super Bowl, right? And we know Super Bowl single most wagered event, but of course for sustained action, tickets written and and handle betting handle the tournament will will exceed it. So by you know when we set a new record this year for the Super Bowl by 21 million dollars in the state um, you know, the, the immediate question we get asked is, "You think it'll, you know, we'll set a record for this tournament?" Well, it, it, it's very possible. Based, I mean, on, you, based on the eye test, when, you would say when, yes. When you look at, and of course, you're not going to compare last year or the year before, right? You're going to compare to 19, and, and all indications are that yeah. you know, peop, it's it's back. You know, you, you, you know the in, great indicator too is hotel occupancy, oh. which is at 100 percent for, I have uh, to for tell the you, weekend. I have so. to tell you,
2: like it is really like life affirming seeing everybody out, yeah. and the weather's great. Sure. Everybody mm-hmm. got really lucky on the weather because last, last week was cold, if you recall. Yeah. Well, the beginning of last mm-hmm. week was mm-hmm. still cold. Yeah. It's perfect weather. Yeah. Um, so people go to pools, people. But, you know, March, this is, to, to me, it is far superior to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. It is just a four day party. Um, next week is not quite the same anymore.
3: It, it's, it, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's, yeah, but the first four days are First sorry, four days. You know, and you get those groups. It's the greatest betting social event yes. of the year. You get groups that have been coming to Las Vegas for the first four days, and really you can make a case for the first six days, right? Yeah. <laughs> with the play ins. And
2: even the Gonzaga yeah. Georgia State finish yesterday
3: oh, yeah. was yeah. just hilarious. Moaning yeah. and groaning <laughs> and cheering and, and, yeah, sneering and everything. Um, and Gonzaga yeah. down
2: two points with 13 minutes left yeah. as 22 and a half point yeah. favorites. Just roll Georgia State, go up by twenty six at a twenty two and a half brief lob number, only to not cover in the end on yeah. the final couple possessions. Uh, by, by the way, speaking of like like stretches of blowouts yesterday, we didn't one game we didn't talk about Indiana. Ugh. Indiana, who was playing its fifth game in eight days, mm-hmm. at one point got outscored by Saint Mary's fifty to twelve.
3: Yeah. They were. You could tell they were obviously physically fatigued, um, playing on the first day as opposed uh, to possibly playing today, having to travel um, emotionally and physically spent. Um, you know, you have really when you think about it. Uh, Notre Dame are they in the same boat today? That's what you know some folks uh, are, are looking at. Although they did have an extra an extra day. Um, but no, it's uh, you know, you know, but you know, these are part of the handy part of the things that people are handicapping. Can you
2: recap for us your college basketball prop, the one with the uh, options to win it all?
3: Yeah, I can. Uh, so that prop we had going into the season, Gil. Uh, actually, going into uh, uh, February, we opened it uh, January twenty eighth. Uh, group A: Gonzaga, Purdue, Kentucky, UCLA, Illinois, Texas Tech, uh, at plus one eighty. Uh, got uh, we, we it got bet down to minus one fifty. That was uh, uh, Gonzaga, obviously being in there in Kentucky now, which which is out. Uh, group B: Baylor, oh, Kentucky, Arizona, Kentucky was in that first group. It was in that first okay. group. Baylor, Arizona, LSU, Michigan State, Duke, and Iowa in the second group. Iowa out. Uh, yep, plus two twenty there. Uh, closed up uh, uh, five to two. Group C: Kansas, Villanova, Auburn, Wisconsin, Houston, and Ohio State. Uh, opened plus two twenty closed at five to one and the field which includes teams like tennessees in the field arkansas but, yeah uh, arkansas u s c um uh six to one got as high as uh ten uh closed nine to one so all right those groups Ir- irrespective of uh any you know what the the term, the committee said or did or Regions and stuff. So
2: you you get into any baseball action at this no, point?
3: No, not not nothing. Everybody's still. And again, same thing. We're holding up on regular season wins because of all these trades that are going on too. I mean, if you look at the difference between uh, even a week ago, what you could have projected for, say, the A's. There's a vast difference now because it, once again they're going back to I, I guess it's uh, Moneyball. Uh, I think I saw
5: stations opened up at like 83 and a half. I was like, "What are you doing? What's yeah. that number?" Yeah,
3: that's
5: that's yeah. The so red, we, same
3: thing. They again, I go 80. back to the personal opinion of operations since things, yeah. you know. So,
2: will you will you put up player props too? Uh, probably MVP.
3: We, we put up MVP. Gil. We put up uh, size uh, and, and, and uh, Cy Young awards. Right. Um, things like that. Well, that that two million dollar bingo tournament still going on here. July, buddy. Uh, the, the the and and that's the next one, which will probably oh, this sell out. One, this one's week. one million. This is a million. Uh, yeah, I made mean, it. It's a million this week. Uh, which first part of this past week, and I believe the July event is already sold out. <laughs> By the way, the Raiders. I, I, I'm going to oh, correct myself. Please. The Raiders, thirty to one, right now. Thirty to. One. I was so, going to say you said a little low. Thirty to one. Um, yeah, okay. thirty. Um, and real quick, the story we were talking about about you know, book, it's a, it's a respectful thing. You know, you can sit here, right, Jason, respected opinion. You want to have a good dialogue on both from across the counter, I'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, Back in, the, uh, back in the mid-90s uh, when Jordan and the Bulls were running real good. Had a professional better. Vinny, Jordan's not going to play tonight. Yeah. I didn't know it. Make your play. Well, like I said. Thanks for saying. Thanks sounds for, like, sounds like a good bet bash panel topic. Yeah. How to uh, maintain
2: your outs in a friendly way. And maybe how to maintain them in less than friendly way. It's a good topic. Vinny Maliolo, everybody. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate it. Good to be with you. Jason, thank you. Thanks for having me two days in a row. Yeah, hey, anytime you want. Parlay as well. Lombardi line next. Enjoy. At Bet365,
0: we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
3: Sumo Play.
0: 18 plus.